Hello, hello, welcome back. Yo, yo, yo. Hey. So, we are on episode five. If you've made it this far, welcome. Welcome. welcome yes, welcome. thank you for sticking it through with us. Yes, and in this episode, we have such a great conversation. You'll hear us bring on two additional guests, so we're excited. Me, myself, I. That's what it is. Anyways, me, myself, <laughs> and I. It's the conversation here, and we just really want to jump in before you guys listen to the episode and let you know. Um, it is a little bit cringy. Yeah, we do apologize, guys. Audio is a little bit choppy here and there, but we promise you, we promise you, it is great content and a great conversa- conversation we have with the ladies. Yes. Oh, it's I guess you so can't have good. anything right. I know. But we're working through it, working through it. Thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. Just thank you. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We hope you enjoy this conversation. We hope you get some gems from it. And um, yeah, enjoy, guys. Enjoy. Um, Welcome, guys, back to um, episode five of the Hello Sunshine podcast. I am your host, Jessica. And Kathleen. And we are so glad to have you guys back. Um, and we also have some um, guest listeners that are, or guest speakers that are here today. And um, if you guys would like to in- introduce yourselves. I guess I'll go first. My name <laughs> is <laughs> Fabiola Duncan. Um, and I don't know what else I'm supposed to say after that. Um, an interesting fact. Oh, goodness. An interesting fact. I- a wonderful 34 year old single woman who loves life yes, <laughs> yes. single woman y'all so if y'all are into well you guys don't even know who she is yet so you know but that's awesome all right and i and i'm esther brunat i'm 31 <laughs> um <laughs> i'm a high school math teacher by day and a lover of life all the rest of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Well, you know, thank you so much, you know, for being on this episode with us. Like we said, it is episode five of the podcast, Hello Sunshine podcast. It's been a journey to here. It has been. It has been. So we are so excited to discuss um this topic that we have with these um lovely ladies today um last topic we had discussed have we discussed last topic we talked about fashion fashion okay so now um we are talking about how to get ready for yourself ladies yep and what does getting ready for yourself look like you know today's topic um is getting ready for yourself but then we title it me myself and i i know by now, you guys know it's we're a little cheesy, and these are song <laughs> titles. But um, we definitely want to shift the focus from just um, trying to do things for others and trying to do things for accolades, and actually doing things for yourself. And I think in society today, they emphasize going, you know, doing something for a career, doing something for something next, doing something for uh, to get a man, doing something for all of these different accolades. But right now, due to COVID, you've seen that shift of mental health. You've seen that shift of saying, you know, worry about worry about yourself in essence. 
making sure that you're healthy, you're good. And that's really what today's topic and conversation is about. And we decided to bring about Esther and Fabiola into this conversation. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Too horrible. (laughs) No, what I love about this, I'm sorry to interject, but what I love about this is how fashion technically focuses on what other people see mm-hmm. and how this episode kind of segues into how you see yourself because exactly. you're focusing on yourself i love the transition so i'm excited yeah that's good nice. fab okay so definitely so we're gonna um just jump right in um we have a great episode for you so let's go ahead and do this all right so we um as you get ready for yourself and as you um, focus on yourself, um, we know that you want to touch the four cylinders of when it comes to being whole, mm-hmm. um, which is mentally, physically, um, spiritually, and emotionally. And emotionally. Yeah, we definitely want to make sure that tonight we're going to be highlighting those different aspects because in order to be like a healthy person, you know, and, and in order to actually be ready for yourself, you have to be healthy on all spectrums rather than just trying to say, Hey, I'm a, I work out really well, but your mental is like terrible. So all of, you know, are you really working out? Yeah. Because they all intertwine with each other. They all have to um, be in balance. If your mental is not, if your mental is not to its full capacity, then you will suffer emotionally. Then it goes into your physical and then it goes into you spiritually. And then it just, you see it just a thread of how, if one of them is not working functionally together, how would it all affects the other three? Exactly. So it's very important to be um, sound in all of those four cylinders. So that way you can show up your best self, yeah. be your best self. Exactly. And we've seen a lot of that different conversations socially has happened due to COVID last year yeah. that we've noticed a lot of people notice themselves not being healthy and then at the end of the year, everyone has gained these COVID pounds that they're calling it, but that's because <laughs> they had to be at home with themselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what do people normally, what is your normal bit at the end of the day? What do you um, fall back to when you're in a deep depression or you're going through stuff? Are you an avoider? And some avoiders eat. Yeah. Or are you an avoider who likes to work out? So you got all fit 2020. You looking ripped. <laughs> but your mental is like out of whack. And that's mm-hmm. because you've avoided these tough conversations with yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think if anything, 2020 showed us what we were really um, stuffing under, under the rug, right? Yeah. And always just mm. knowing our job to turn to or we had maybe a relationship to turn to or we had something that was a distraction but we really deal with that situation you know we saw that saw that many marriages and relationships but it wasn't the fact that it was just COVID it was the fact that we were able to actually be still able to face one another and actually now these issues were already there exactly. it was just now this was that moment where it was revealed Exactly. So now you saw that emotional um, instability was there. You saw that mental capacity wasn't there. You saw that your health was, wasn't at its best. You saw that your, um, your, spirit, your spiritual um, being wasn't there because you found distractions and you found things to numb the situation and it was now revealed to us. So now it's like, what do we do when all of those things are not, you know, um, functioning the way it's supposed to? 
you have you have to face it. Yeah, and that's a really good question. You guys want to interject, Esther? I think <laughs> when the we educator. talk about, I know, right? <laughs> when we talk about being faced with yourself, like all 2020, like if that's not real, like I don't know what is. Like it, it was because I I would have considered myself like pretty self aware and pretty like you know, in tune with what was like going on with me. But there was something deafening about the silence of quarantine, quarantine, early quarantine. That was like, oh, shoot. Like, (laughs) there's some underlying stuff going on that like, I couldn't hide from even if I wanted to, you know? And so um, I think it was you have choices like you guys were talking about with like whether you're not gonna you're gonna avoid something or you're going to face something you know and um and avoiding something could project I love that you guys brought this up because avoiding something could project itself in a healthy way like exercising for for me could be me avoiding something you know and it's it looks good it's a good way to deal with it but I'm not really actually like dealing with it you know what I'm saying and then like overeating could be also a way and we're gonna frown upon that but we're not gonna frown upon the person who's doing something that looks like it's good for them but they're still like you know like being detrimental to themselves behind closed doors so that's so interesting so for me early quarantine all I was loving like you know, the stillness of life or whatever, but in having to reckon with some of the things that were lying dormant in my heart, like it was inevitable that I had to start therapy. So Mm -hmm. I started therapy like in late July. And so I've been in therapy for since like every other week since then. And last Monday was actually my last session and I decided to take a break. Yeah. Um, I decided to take a break for, from therapy. My therapist was like, you know what? I think it's a good time for you to take a break. I've seen progress and, and blah, 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 blah. So it was like, I was, if anybody would have looked at me, anybody would have been like, Esther's doing great. And it wasn't like, I wasn't doing great, but like, there's a certain amount of greatness that you can settle at. And, but then Mm -hmm. there's that little bit of extra that you can push yourself towards, You know, like we can all always be doing better and like refining ourselves and pushing ourselves. And that was for therapy was that for me. Like it was like there's there's these little areas of your life that you don't really feel like dealing with. And if I'm being honest with you guys, it's because I'm really good at doing everything else. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like, what'd you say, Kathleen? That's a really good point. Right. And so when you're really good at, at so many different areas of your life, sometimes that stuff that you're not good at, you can easily hide, especially if yeah. it's not like bad, you know, yeah. like it just is yeah. what it is. And so therapy would help me like all that stuff that I like swept under the rug. It was like, nah, sis, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta lift this up a little bit and, and like work out what's going on down here. So that, Yeah. yeah. I think that was really, really good. That was a real, like that for me, I think about all the things that I've avoided in life and I threw myself in work, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, you tell yourself, you know, I'm just trying to be a better worker or I'm just trying to get that next promotion or I'm just, I'm just, I'm just in all of these different excuses and in reality, you just don't want to sit at home by yourself. (laughs) Come on. That's something (laughs) 
suffered with in my early 20s. Like, I kid you not, I was partying every weekend, even though I moved out of my parents' house so I can have freedom, right? And then I didn't want to endure in the own freedom that I created. You know, I'm paying bills, but I didn't want to be home. So, so it's like I made sure that I was constantly busy or I always had friends coming over. I don't think I spent less than two hours at home by myself other than if I was sleeping at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I made sure that I kept myself busy because I didn't want to deal with the actualities of what was happening. You know, and then I, I honestly used to like text my friend and like, I'm feeling blue. And then she'd be like, all right, I'm coming over. And she knew that meant like, I'm getting depressed. And that's because I would have to face myself at home by myself. Mm. With my wow. You know, and it was, <clears throat> I'm glad I'm out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can piggyback off that because COVID, well, for those that know who I am, yeah. probably not a lot of you, but still, um, I'm, I'm such a doer and a doer for others, right? So I very rarely did for myself. I poured myself into ministries. I poured myself into my family. I poured mm-hmm. myself into work and I poured like, just like you ladies. And um, it what COVID did was a blessing because it forced me to sit with myself. It forced me to not pour myself into everybody else. It forced me to actually... Um, be intentional about healing because what was happening with me pouring myself into everything else was it was hindering me from actually healing. Yeah. And then I think healing is a huge part of mm. um, knowing yourself yeah. and yeah. you know being one with yourself and yeah. actually being a better version of yourself. And a lot of people don't get to that point because there's a lot of and you know realities that you know yeah. from childhood all the way up into their adulthood and exactly. that has created the person that they are. um with COVID happening it definitely was a challenge because I would say I was forced to take a step back I was forced to start saying no more often I was forced to actually take a look in the mirror and say fab okay now what are you going to do for you yeah because you're uh-huh. so used to doing you know mm-hmm. and that was very hard it's still hard to this day don't get me wrong but it forced me to actually be intentional about trying to set up plans and put things in place to actually focus on me. So therapy was one of the things that I did. That's awesome. Um, and I put that off for a long time. After the passing of my mom, I was like, I can do this. I can do this. The but Lord, you threw yourself the Lord, in work. Exactly. And then the Lord, the Lord has me, you know, yeah. no, for your mental health and sanity. And you need that extra push and that extra, you know, um, input from an outside source or yeah. therapist. Um, to kind of help you see things. And I had plenty of aha moments due to therapy. Yeah. Wow, you know, not right. you not due to myself, but yeah. due to someone imparting certain things or questions that I would never think to ask yeah. myself. So yeah. therapy was really beneficial. And, and me, same thing. I threw myself into working out too. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't just be good mentally. I gotta be good physically. So working <laughs> out. <laughs> you joined me. Thank you, honey. Yes. Um, <laughs> that COVID forced me to actually, t- you know, take more seriously. And it has definitely been a, a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, of course, the other aspects as far as emotionally, therapy has helped with that. And then spiritually, like having time for yourself is really having time for the Lord. Yeah. And when you're mm-hmm. so busy, caught up in everything else, like you really honestly don't have the Lord. Just being yeah. in peace and meditating and taking time to clear your mind yeah. and allow God to speak to you. I got forced into doing that as well yeah. because I, I wasn't able to do something. <laughs> you're, you're, you're basically making 
God knows my heart. Right, you know, yeah. I'm doing this for him. These people, exactly. I'm, and, bruh, I'm over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still bless you while you're doing it, but yeah. uh, I'm still over. Right. Yeah. Right. I would just say, too, that not only did Fab get me into her little workout crew, which I'm thankful for, but Fab and I went on a bike ride and we were talking about therapy. And because we had talked about it, that was one of the reasons why I had decided to start actually is after listening to her talk about it. Oh, see, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and it's been so beneficial. And my last session was in December, actually. I took a break from it. She was like, okay, I think we should take a break. Yes. You guys have the same therapist? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. No worries. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, um, I made the decision ago. Now we're filming this and recording this. I made the decision two days ago, probably like four days ago now, to go and do therapy for myself because I realized that I'm trying to learn how to be a mother, a good mother. I'm trying to learn how to be a good wife. I'm trying to learn how to be a good worker. I'm trying to learn how to be good at so many different things, a good friend. And then I realized I wasn't being good for myself, wow. you know, and I said earlier this year, my goal for this year is to be a healthy version of myself. Mm-hmm. And it was like last week, God checked me. Like, he's like, don't you want to be a therapist? I'm like, of course. He's like, aren't you telling people to go to therapy? I'm like, of course. He's like, what do you <laughs> go for yourself? Right. He's just like, I was like, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, would it be a bad idea? as well live it you know what I mean yeah. so you know, because you know I got to go and I can't go there like all of us if we're not healthy for ourselves yeah exactly exactly and, and oftentimes we try to get rid of ourselves yeah mm. also, oh exactly you know and that's where we as women we we take on all of this uh these problems for other people and then here we are suffering. Here we are drowning. Well, you're wondering why, you know, you're snapping and why you feel so, you know, stretched and short. It's because you're not filling yourself up. You know, you're not whole for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Child, that'd be drip. Like, that's it. You got to find ways to I want to say, too, especially to the listeners, us up yourself doesn't mean like you have to attack it all at one time you know what i'm saying like mm. definitely a process you know like me or esther and with kelly she's made the focus on her mental health by seeing a therapist like that's one step towards that direction but you also have people that's going to say all right maybe i'm this season i'm going to focus on mental health and then next season i'm going to focus on my spiritual or the next season i'm going to focus on my fitness and my yeah. health you know so again it's right. not something that you try to or you think you need to try to tackle all at the same time because it can be overwhelming mm-hmm. um but it's worth the conversation but um i just want to ask like for all of us kind of just to touch in here and just kind of say something but when did we when did you realize that you needed to make a change whether it, it pertained to your mental your physical your spiritual or your emotional health when did you realize that um for me it was going into the new year of 2019 and for me um it was the three aspects of emotionally and mentally 
Um, and it was something that I was putting off for a while, but I just knew that um, I had reached my breaking point. What I was doing was no longer working anymore. Um, that I needed to be intentional about it and to seek outside help because what I was doing by myself wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I decided to um, seek therapy. And um, therapy allowed me to identify my emotions. It allowed me to identify what I was feeling. And in a sense, to carp, carp, how do you say the word? Compartmentalize. That word, yes, that word. Mm-hmm. And, and how to deal with it in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And I was actually able to speak about things that I've never spoke to anyone about before. So it was very freeing for me. Mm-hmm. Then I started plugging myself into church, um, really just... Um, seeking help in that area where it came to spiritually. So I went up, I ended up going to encounter. I ended up joining a all girls life group, which I never thought I would do. Mm-hmm. And just really started plugging myself. <laughs> While you guys laughing, all girls life group. Ah, ah. You um, know I'm laughing. <laughs> but really just challenging myself in those areas where I really desired what it was community when it comes to friendship, when it mm-hmm. comes to be really grounded in 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 my spiritual um life because i've gone to church i never really plugged myself in mm-hmm. um mentally when it comes to you know seeking therapy that's where i saw the breakthrough and then being able to apply that and just continually taking a step forward. so that was my breaking point for me it's just i had reached an all-time low in those three areas it's like i can't do this no um for me like uh what was a breaking point I think for me, it happened this year. I realized that I, I, I am, oh, I know this is hard for me to say it, but I, um, it is very hard for me um, actually agree with my bad habits out loud. I know. Um, because, you know, you tell yourself you're getting better at it time and time and time again. The reality of it is I'm still dealing with the same thing for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. So am I really getting better at it? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and, and actually it's probably been longer. Um, I've always dealt with this same issue as it pertains to, um, how I respond to people when it pertains to pride I'm a very prideful person to the point that it hinders me in a lot of situations and I I think I had to someone told me this you have to get upset with yourself about it to the point of saying you're done trying to control it you know what I mean Um, because for me pride is not something people talk about you know the church talks about it Mm because they're like can't have pride you know, but no one practically tells you how not to have pride. They mm. tell you okay about your accomplishments, but that's about it, you know. But for me, pride has always had a way of showing up in things where it's actually hindered my growth. And my mental, it's hindered my growth. In my spiritual, it's hindered my growth. In, in my physical, it's basically my everything. Thing, it's hindered my growth because when I can't achieve something or do something, I, I, I psych myself out and saying it's because I'm better than that. 
Wow. You know? And, um, and I want to say, like, it's, I've finally, within the last few weeks, I've come to realize, like, this thing has shown its head in every area of my life. Even in the way I talk to my husband, mm-hmm. even in the way I talk about my daughter, even in the way I t- speak to my parents, even in the way I deal with work. So it's shown itself. And I finally had to come to the conclusion of saying to the Lord, like, I can't do this without you. Mm. So I, I, I know I've said it before, but I think it's finally come through. Like, that's why I'm going to therapy. And, and you know the therapist is probably going to ask me like how do you how do you why pride and I'm like I don't know you got to tell me why pride because it's shown itself yeah in every area of my life and it's been that way I want to tell you it's been a deafening part of my life mm-hmm. and it's hindered me in so many aspects my bosses when I was um, growing up in my other jobs had always told me Caitlin you can be promoted about this but something that I quite don't know is keeping you from it. And they'd always say that, and I'd be so confused, but I've seen it. I've seen the threat of it. So now it's, for me, I'm just tired of, I'm, I'm about to be 32. We got to figure out how to- We got to figure it out. You know, yeah. we got to figure out how to get, get rid it. of it. You know what I mean? So for me, that's that's my moment for the last few weeks of saying, all right, God, you got to give me practical steps. And that's why he told me, you, you're not doing therapy. We got to get under what you haven't seen. Yeah. What, what now it's dealing that? from the roots. Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. I, what, the key thing about that, though, Kit, is for a lot of people, first, we have to ju- we have to be honest with ourselves. That's mm-hmm. it right there. Like, yeah. That's the first part. And, and that that's a very freeing part. Like, that's very transparent of you, one, which is admirable. These words are You know, it's like you have to not be in denial. A lot of times we're like in denial about certain things. Oh, I'm here. I'm good. Oh, I'm not jealous or I'm not, you know, um, insecure or I'm not like we we psych ourselves out. Yeah. And we're not honest with ourselves. So yeah. the moment we start to say, you know what? Maybe I am a little hurt. Maybe I am shattered by that situation when yeah. I was four years old. Maybe yeah. I am da 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 da. Then we get to a place of free four years yourself yeah. things will be rolling in yeah. <laughs> self-awareness is key like being getting ready for yourself is being self-aware about who you are and what you're dealing with yeah and until you are not self-aware about the issues that you have and the problems that you're facing you there's, you there's going a, nowhere. yeah you really aren't yeah agreed oh. i think <laughs> um I wouldn't say that there was ever a, like a very specific moment where I was like, Esther, you need to pivot because I'm, I'm a, I'm a prevention over cure kind of person. And mm-hmm. because I recalibrate, I, I routinely recalibrate my life. So what I mean by that is like, I'm very goal oriented. And so in like Thanksgiving weekend is when I start planning for the next year. And I start Mm -hmm. to evaluate like, okay, this past year, what did I do? What did I accomplish? You know, um, what was on my goals list? Um, Did I get to those things? Can I still get to those things? And I start looking forward, okay, for this next year, what do I want to focus on? What do I want? And I do it in every area of my life, like we've been talking about. So I do it 
spiritually, I do it um, emotionally, I do it physically, I do it for all of those different areas of my life so, so that nothing ever gets too out of hand, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. I try to be systematic with my whole life. And some people look at that and they're like, oh my gosh, you're so like robotic or whatever, but it's working. So, <laughs> you know, it's so if it like the saying goes, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so for me, that's what I do. I routinely check up, see where I'm at, make sure I'm focused, um, on what I want to accomplish. I know some people like fab is a vision board person, um, and I think that's just a different way, right? Like we have different things. Everybody, I think as long as you have your thing, you yeah. know, and you focus on it and you keep, keep at it, that's a great way to maintain instead of having to triage when something gets out of hand. Right. You know, as you said, I didn't realize I, I've been doing this, but for me, it's very important that I write a note to myself at the very beginning of the year. Mm. So in the note, I'm writing, hey, Kathleen, these are the things you're going to accomplish. You know, scripture tells you that you write it down and make it plain and so that, you know, the footman can run with it. Right. So I literally write, on January 1st or the first week, because I ain't perfect, a note to myself. <laughs> and in that note, I'm literally declaring what I'm going to accomplish for that year. Whether or not I, December 31st of that year, I look back, I actually do all of them or some of them, or I see where I faltered or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm still declaring that the year is what's what it's going to be. You know what I mean? Um, what was it? 2000 at the end of 2019 is when I found out I was pregnant. I was like, how the heck am I pregnant? I told myself X, Y, and Z, you know, I understand how I was pregnant, but at still, I was like, what, like what in the it world? The it wasn't a part of the plan. But then January of 2020, I, f I finally got around to reading my note for myself from January 1st of 2019. And I wrote in that note, you will be pregnant at the end of the year. Wow. What? You. And I wrote a bunch of other things to myself. Like, you'll be excited. You'll be X, Y, and Z. And honestly, at the end of 2019, I was not excited. But reading it in January, like, oh, oh, I spoke this. You know, yeah. I spoke it. And I spoke all these other things. And I realized like why was I was so frustrated with being pregnant that I read the note that said you need to be happy about this. This is what you prayed for. Mm -hmm. And I forgot what I prayed for in January of 2019. Mm -hmm. But I was able to read it the new year to see snaps. I made these declarations over myself so I should be excited about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So from that point on, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, these notes to myself are important." Uh, you know, you're declaring things, you're allowing things to come and masticize, you know, so. Good word. Um, okay, so one question, even though we had a whole bunch of questions, we did not get to any of these questions. But one of the questions I'm going to ask is, what does getting ready for your in this season, what are you doing in this season? What does getting for yourself look like in this season? Mm -hmm. 
Well, see, one thing about me, uh, I don't write down goals or anything like that. Yeah, I'm with you, Sam. Yeah, like, I can I write really... it on the whiteboard. I'll look at it, but that looks always <laughs> right. Yes, but you know, I really, really want to be that person. <laughs> Maybe you're not that person. Um, I don't write down goals, but I keep everything in my head. I do know I have dreams that I mm-hmm. want to accomplish, yeah. and there's things that I want to do. Um, so, with that being said up for myself or um yeah. getting ready for myself means like being consistent in the things that I'm doing so but for certain aspects when it comes to like my spiritual growth like I know that devotions for me is very important like waking up on time like waking up at a specific time and devotes and meditating that's very important to me and but what makes that uh uh stick is being consistent yeah <laughs> now in the past no 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 I you know, I would get it in when I can because I was just too busy mm-hmm. to actually um, be consistent. But now in this season, I think that that's something that's been helping me and keeping me grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been through a years with the death of my mother and my grandmother. So with those happening, um, I had to really like deal with myself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so is equivalent to the last two years. It's been a whole long, long season for me. And it's been a season of healing, season of doing certain things, just um, dealing with the emotional roller coaster that comes with it. You mm-hmm. know, again, we're not perfect. And uh, for a long time, I think I had to walk around like I was. Mm-hmm. It's a thing or a complex that a lot of people have, maybe yeah. women too. Yeah. Um, Especially women. You got <laughs> to be strong. You got to be this. You got to be poised. You gotta, I think it's you know, type A women. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I literally think it's type A D personality women because we have to be perfect because everybody to. else is looking how strong you right, are. Right. You're so freaking strong. Right. No, the heck I'm no, not. It's like I'm crumbling inside. But <laughs> exactly. I'm smiling. And it's gotten me through a lot just doing that alone. I'm not gonna say it hasn't. It has, but on the inside, like when you're all alone by yourself and have to deal with yourself, you're like, geez. I'm tired. Yeah. You know, so in this season, just um, trying to show up for myself really means not trying to be perfect, yeah. um, but just dealing with what I got going on, dealing with it. I, I, I think I avoided a lot. Yeah. Um, before my mother, my mother passed two years ago, I avoided a lot. Hindsight looking in, I mm-hmm. mean, looking whatever. I traveled out and not home. to just escape my reality and I kept myself busy but I didn't realize that till after my mother passed Mm. you know so it was one of those things where you know sometimes things happen to you you don't realize why it happens but everything plays its role so just accepting that and just dealing with what comes as it comes versus waiting or um, you know trying to uh, distract it so it doesn't have to no, let it. Yeah. <laughs> let mm-hmm. with it as it, um, because that's something I didn't do, which is why it was a hard. It's been a hard season for me, mm-hmm. um, but I'm getting through it, thank God. And um, I'm for that. So being consistent in all the areas, I think, is my biggest thing, just to show up for myself. You know, that was so good, <laughs> and I have so many things to say, but I'm like, I'm so uh, I'll just. Say it later. <laughs> Listen, the the um 
the 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 letting it hit you thing that is so real and what's funny is i keep thinking of black panther and mm-hmm. when she, when shooty makes him that new suit that absorbs impact mm-hmm. it's like that thing that you that you not dealing with mm-hmm. it's you're absorbing it yeah. and at some point it's, it's going to come back to haunt you yeah. like whether you like it or not so better deal with it now yeah it's easier to say though it's so easy society society and culture teaches you to pick up the pieces and keep walking it doesn't teach you how to actually deal with those emotions like when you think about like a little kid that falls we tell them get up it's okay it's okay don't cry you know wipe your face but when we ask when I've seen that little kid fall, sit on the ground and say, mm. What's it wrong? Yeah, yeah. where's it? not knowing that we are actually shaping them to um, be their emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my That's goodness. So good. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Word. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a word, yo. Society has done such a at um, teaching us how to avoid that sort yeah. yeah. And, and, and not be good for ourselves. That's why yeah. you, we have too many broken people walking it's around. Like, like, suicide rates last year were skyrocket, but right. you know? Um, but if you look it up, you're gonna see it. so many divorces, so many people, you know, who lost their jobs, so many, that's because they had to deal with themselves and they never got an opportunity to actually do it before. So it was foreign to them. conversation with them so hard because how do you do that? You know? Think about the good Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's gonna help. It's so help. Amen. Amen. <laughs> no. Um, so um, there's a few more questions and we can go ahead and wrap it up. Um, what is something that you are focusing on this season? To- um, to better myself. Um, we, we always try to look at health and look- um, I'm I'm not trying to put like I'm trying to lose weight, right? Because I think every time we try to put lose weight, it's like you get discouraged yeah. and say, "Oh my gosh, twenty pounds." For me, right. it's just simple: being active. Yeah, that's right. it. Maybe that's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> getting my body moving. So that's one area I'm focusing on, and um, the other area is just. Um, going back to dreams that I have deferred for so long, Mm. things that I have written down, Mm -hmm. things that I have wanted to accomplish for so long. And like me and Kat have been talking since this year started, it's just doing things afraid, just doing it in fear. Mm. um, Because I've allowed fear for so long to not allow me to step out Mm -hmm. and to operate in what God has called me to do, to not operate in my gifting and things of this, things that he has downloaded so this year, really focusing on dreams deferred mm. and trying to take those initial steps to make it a reality. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, I'll answer. So for me, 
what my big focus is because the the other thing that 2020 taught me was like the, the importance of rest and like mm-hmm. I still want to Girl, can you pause right there honey? let's rest. I know right let's just sit in that um so it was a lot of quiet last year a lot of just sitting a lot of just resting and I realized that I actually long for that and desire for that right like I there was so many weeks where it was running from work to go tutor to go to church to go hang out with a friend and then go to bed and then like recycle all of that all over again right with no margin in the week no margin in the day and so when we all had to sit still it was like wait like I actually enjoy this like I enjoyed the stuff that I was doing before but I also really feel like I need to factor in this rest factor so um if you know me you know that I have a side hustle business that I run and am and last year I ended up doing really good. Thank the Lord. And that's because I had a lot of extra time in the day, (laughs) plain and simple. And so now that, you know, school is normal, not really normal, but as normal as it's going to be for now, you know, so I'm back working in the building, but I'm still trying to figure out like, how do I build this thing that I was building on the side with less time? And so that's my big goal right now is like, okay, Esther, how do you still build this goal that you're after, but still not sacrifice like your quality of life, like still not run yourself into the ground. Like I know people are like grind culture is like a thing for millennials, you know, like after you get off your job, work seven, another five hours for your side, like, and sacrifice your sleep. I'm not doing it. (laughs) I'm not doing it. I will figure out a way to have both. I will have my sleep and I will have my side hustle. And so that's what I'm figuring out right now and and learning tips and tricks from other people who who are doing it, you know? So like having people help me, you know, um, you know, getting a virtual assistant. Like there's so many different things that people don't tell you. And so just taking the time to learn those things and taking the time to look at the future and not just mm-hmm. at the now. Because a lot of times you just think about, well, I need to accomplish this now. I need to accomplish this now. But is it going to be sustainable for you in the future? Like, is the way that I'm running my life, is the way that I'm running my business, is the way that I'm running my career sustainable? Like, am I setting yeah. up the right habits now for that? Like, and if you're not recalibrate, (laughs) you know, so for me, that's what this season is about. Like, how do I set up now so that later what I'm doing is still sustainable? Um, Because I believe in having your cake and eating it too. That's just me though. Yes. (laughs) You got to work out tomorrow. (laughs) I'm coming tomorrow. If there's no tickle in my throat, I'm coming tomorrow. (laughs) um i i think that was really really good you know to your point we have to recalibrate i think it's so easy as women and men who are listening to get so absorbed in all that we're doing and and forgetting that we need rest as well you know what i mean like i i everyone when i was pregnant last year everyone kept on telling me find days to rest find days to rest because when the baby come you won't rest so when the baby came i had a strict conversation with her and i said listen we sleep from nine to six o'clock in the morning and i had a 
really good conversation with her. Now my baby sleep from nine to six <laughs> o'clock in the morning because that's the only time I rest, you know? And, and I'm joking about it, but for me, because I'm such an active person, because I like to be involved in so many different things, 2020 had to show me, like, I need to slow down and actually be involved in things that were important yeah. for my season. You know what I mean? And rather than trying to do everything, I had to actually peel back from things, which is what pregnancy forced me to do. You know what I mean? Um, one last question. Anybody can answer this, but... I think Fab would be great at answering this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so because, you know, because I know you outside of here, so it, I think everyone would agree that this is Fab's question. Um, because you're such a giver, because you're such a carer, because you love and you love hard, family is extremely important to you. And without a doubt, family is important to you. Everyone can agree that it is. So what are some practical ways, because you have overcome this and you're continuously, I know the fight and the tension to manage that you're having. So what are some practical ways for some women or men that are listening to them, um, to this podcast episode and they're listening and they are likened to you. They're similar in that way. Like they, their family is everything. Their career is everything, et cetera, et cetera. What are some practical ways that they can stop focusing on others and start to shift that focus on themselves? Ooh, well, well, what 2020 taught a lot of people was, or not even taught, forced, mm -hmm. that's my word for today, <laughs> <laughs> is to really isolate, because we were forced to isolate ourselves, and if you've been tested positive, you have to isolate yourself. Anyways. Anyway, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, it, it really takes intentionality, and I, and I know I used that word earlier, and so it's just um, intentionality on separating yourself and, and being okay with saying no um accepting that and not feeling bad about that i think for me it was so hard for me to break away in the beginning before covid because i felt bad mm -hmm. like i would feel guilty mm -hmm. for not being there or being present or not being um available for every person whether it helped me or benefited me in any way shape or form mm -hmm. 98 percent of the time it didn't um, but just to see another person please is what benefit like that's yeah. what, what brought me joy mm -hmm. um, so practical ways of doing more for yourself I think is definitely being intentional about saying no um, you know taking time out for yourself self-care I know is a big thing now mm -hmm. more than ever mm -hmm. um, so you know taking trips if possible or just a staycation you know leave and go stay at a hotel for a weekend or a day or two like I'm I've going done, I've done that and it was such a breath of fresh air and I didn't have to go far I drove like 45 minutes away to Jupiter yes I live in Broward County so I drove Palm Beach whatever Jupiter Got a hotel sponsored by my godmother and <laughs> literally had a her, bottle. That's her favorite hotel. Listen, I go, got, got <laughs> room service, my Bible, my journal, my book. I had the beach to myself. Yes. Okay, for those people there. <laughs> it was the most beautiful thing. And it was just one-on-one -on -one time with myself. You know, yeah. and sometimes you have to get away from the, the hustle and bustle yes. and, of people and things and obligations. You know, I turned my phone off. Nobody had access to me. I had access to no one and no social media. And I thought it was going to be hard, but yeah. it actually wasn't. And it was rest. So easy. Yeah, it was rest. A rest, 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 and a rest. You know, <laughs> and and being okay with that and not feeling bad. So that's definitely a practical thing that um, people can do. Just find ways to break away. 
um, also be able to say no when necessary. Especially and not feel guilty about it. I don't feel guilty about it. Yeah, that's another thing that was a struggle for me. I, I learned. Um, and also, uh, being by yourself is not a bad thing. Okay? I think so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was always surrounded by people. Mm -hmm. uh, and Ket was talking about it earlier. Like, always being surrounded by people. You just didn't want to be by yourself or alone. And um, I actually love it. I love it here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, every once in a while, just to get a little, you know, taste of socializing, I might, you know, have a venture out. Over. I might venture out. I might do so. But I, I, I don't think you guys understand. I, I just have to help you guys understand. How much I love being by myself where I could just lay in my bed in my covers, watch Netflix, have a glass wine maybe or some water or some juice whatever you prefer yes. <laughs> and, and back chips and just don't I don't have to worry about anything or anyone it's the most satisfying thing ever that I found and yeah. I never would have done that before yeah. never never you couldn't pay me to stay home you couldn't pay me to yeah. stay in my bed past eight nine o'clock in the morning you couldn't you yeah. just couldn't and now I, I get excited if I get to do that, yeah. you know, so just do that. Try simple things like that where it doesn't involve necessarily other people or obligations in a sense. Yeah. And you'll find it to be very beneficial. God had to get me all pregnant so I can see my husband. Listen, listen. <laughs> pregnant with your husband or your wife. <laughs> God is like, listen, if this girl is not down. pregnant, right. she will go everywhere. Yeah pregnant that's it 2020 <laughs> <laughs> you know so yeah you just again intentionality yeah. um, and and that's it and then during that time too find the things that you actually really enjoy doing yeah like i love the fact that just talked about like fear um you know facing your fears or doing it afraid like yeah. i've seen that so much and i'm i'm trying to adopt that because fear is just not my friend at all yeah you know? um you know so during this time yeah definitely finding like what are your real passions and what are some things that God has imparted in you that you can share with the world? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you can't really get that when you are in the day-to-day -day hustle and bustle mm -hmm. and what's going on. Everybody else is doing. Now you're trying to compare yourself to others. Yeah. You're trying to do it. Yeah. You know, like, no, find some time to yourself and really sit down and analyze what are your gifts and talents and how you can share it with the world. Yeah. Okay. That's really good. You want me to ask that question? No, no, no. You can... I think we, I think we covered a lot. In yes, this, um, we did, <laughs> and which was really, really good. I enjoyed this um, conversation and um, topic. I know we all are um, in different seasons, but um, it's good to hear from other people about what they're doing and how they're applying themselves and how they're getting ready for themselves. So that's awesome. So I think we're good. You want to ask the last you know right yeah on. so we leave you guys with this and um to ask yourself i just want to say you know on behalf of me and esther we really appreciate you guys <laughs> <laughs> before you end it with a question um, we really appreciate we, uh, we really appreciate you guys having us on this um episode it was definitely uh interesting and enlightening and um i think a lot of people are going to um, connect with a lot of us and a lot of our situations and our stories and um that's what we need just transparent conversations yeah. there it is transparent yeah thank you exactly. for both of us fab <laughs> you know i got you girl thank you thank you <laughs> thank you guys for you know like
said, you know, taking time out of your busy schedule to um, come chat with us. So we definitely would love to guys, you know, to have you guys back. I'm like, goodness, um, this is know, a, we got a couple more topics, man. We <laughs> sure do. So we would definitely like your um, input, you know. So, um, but yeah, so no, um, thank you, ladies, um, for sharing your thoughts and just sharing your story and just, you know, showing up and being the best version of yourself. That's all we can do. You know, like Beyonce says, me, myself, and I. <laughs> I really enjoyed having this conversation with y'all. Thank you for having us, like Fab said. And it's so true. We definitely need more transparent conversations. And I'm glad you guys are hosting these and and starting that trend. And so, yeah, keep doing this. Yeah, I'll just wrap it up. Um, so I'll just say, guys, just, you know, ask yourself, how are you showing up for yourself? Um, think about an area in your life where you have just put have been putting off for so long, whether that's, you know, your mental and just finally deciding to um, seek therapy. There's so many resources that you can utilize. I'm seeing that um, there's therapy where you can get it for free. There, There's financing for that. Um, check with your insurance. Um, when it comes to um, physical, with, whether that's getting yourself in the best shape possible, um, find groups of friends that are doing the same thing. It's When you have accountability, it makes it much more easier. Mm -hmm. um, and it keeps you motivated and it makes it more fun. Um, whether that's emotional, you know, um, maybe confiding in someone and sharing your thoughts and, you know, what you're going through, what you're feeling. Journaling. Yes. Journaling is a great one. I started doing that as well, too. And just being able to pour yourself out and just being real raw and honest because God sees it. He knows what's in your heart. He knows what you're going through. Um, and lastly, it's um, spiritually getting plugged in into a local church, um, finding wise counselors, finding a life group um, that can just get you started in that area where you've been putting off for so long. And um, yeah, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for um, listening into this um, conversation. And um, don't forget to, like I always say, tell a friend to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Like, comment, <laughs> share, subscribe. listen, subscribe. <laughs> Leave your feedback, too. We want to hear from you guys as well. What are you guys doing to show up for yourselves? Leave some practical steps as well.